Hello, you're listening to That Time We Woke Up in a Podcast and Had to Explain Manga, our heated adventures overanalyzing manga we find interesting, otherwise known as the Over Manga Cast. And I'm Matt. Wait. Oh no, that sound can only mean one thing. This week we read Chainsaw Man, uh, written and illustrated by Tatsuki Fujimoto. Um, we read. Oh jeez, it's getting closer. Uh, uh, we read chapters one to twenty-two. Uh, that gets you right to about to the end of the Eternity Devil arc. Oh jeez, it's right here. Um, I gotta go, guys. Uh, have fun with the episode. Bye. I'll start off. This is Jay here, and my familiarity with Chainsaw Man, um, completely new to the series. In fact, I had not even heard of the series until it was suggested um, by Matt. So thanks, Matt, for um, recommending or suggesting the series to be read. Um, so we read chapters 1 through 22, and as I said, this is the first, first read-through for me, and um, I'll lead into whoever wants to go next all right i'll go next hello everyone sam here uh i i am basically in the same boat as jay in that i did not even know this manga existed until uh matt put it on the episode list and now here we are uh <laughs> well we'll get into this a bit later but i really freaking enjoyed it so uh i i am also uh, glad to be here <laughs> today this is gonna be fun um and the three pete uh jacob here i also have so yeah i went in cold as well hey yeah finally matt here uh and unlike these three losers uh i read this manga every time a new chapter comes out i love chainsaw man and i was really glad i could introduce these three to it we should say before we get too deep into this uh explicit content warning <laughs> this is a uh very graphic manga uh and even though you won't be able to word even though you won't be able to see anything that we're talking about uh there's gonna be uh, lots of blood and death and uh sex and uh bodily fluids and yeah it's it, it it's very uh r-rated so if you're not into that or if you're too young for that why the hell are you even here go leave Go watch, go, go listen to Yu-Gi-Oh! That's a good episode for you. Go, yeah. go listen to it again if you've already That's a it. bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, basically, we start off our series with uh, um, Denji, uh, a kid who's down on his luck. He has, on his luck is really an exaggeration. Um, he is owes a huge debt to the Yakuza. To which he has already sold an eye, a testicle, and several bodily parts. Um, At least one kidney, I believe. Yeah, yep. He is. He owes a lot of money because I believe his mom died, leaving him with or his his mom was already dead. His father owed the yakuza, and he committed suicide. Yeah, and there was the implication that um, the debt was mostly because his mom had a rare. Uh, illness that caused uh, had a heart disease that caused her to cough up blood and she died rather early on and it was implied her medical care was what caused such a huge debt he she died very young um his father killed himself leaving denji with a huge debt to pay off that the yakuza basically were willing to just sell him for scrap until denji looked into his best friend a tiny chainsaw devil who looks like a little dog 
and they made a pact to be friends. Yeah, Pochetta. He's yep. adorable. He is easily oh. the softest and roundest thing in this manga. <laughs> and he's got the freaking chainsaw sticking out of his head. Yeah. I was about to say, I don't think we can claim the softest and roundest. Yeah, thing I'm just like, manga. wow, you know something that I don't see? <laughs> At least in what we've read. Oh, yeah, so far. Yeah, I don't know if there's I'm, more I'm, coming. I don't know if there's more coming up. Oh, no, I was just making a lewd reference to boobs. Ah. Spoilers, guys. We haven't even Spoilers. gotten those yet. This has boobs in it. Spoilers. Tits everywhere. Wow. I mean, there aren't. It's just he really wants to feel some. Yeah. Something uh, <laughs> Something about our boy Denji. Uh, he is a young man. He is 16. At least that's what he thinks. He doesn't really remember. Probably because he's been living on the streets, paying off debt to the freaking Yakuza his entire uh, living memory. So he doesn't even know when his birthday is. Just really got to drive home exactly how awful his living situation is. Yeah. And this is the point where all cards on the table. I'm the odd one out. I didn't hate it, but I didn't like Chainsaw Man. And one of the things that turned me off of it was the misery porn beginning kind of tired me out. I thought they laid it on a little bit too thick. I think that's kind of the point. They need you to know Denji is the bottom of that's the a bottom. Fair, that's a fair assessment. I felt very much the same initially. The point where I felt that it went too far was then, oh, he also has a heart condition that causes him to cough up blood. I think the point had been made already by that point. And uh, I think the heart condition is also, well, we'll get into it. Um, But like, not to say that I think it's a bad manga. It's just, it definitely wasn't for me as much as it seems to have been for everybody else. And one of the things that turned me off of it was they lay it on really thick with the misery to start off with they to do. the point to the point where I don't entirely know why Denji's even trying. There is uh, like this was already not a manga for those with weak stomachs, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it if you are looking for a pleasant read. Uh, I cannot recommend uh, Chainsaw Man. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's no, no. I will I will reiterate there. If you are looking for a happy story, it is not that. Mm -hmm. But I I think that's kind of what you get with Denji though. Is you get someone who I think that's really a, like a key part of his character is he's literally had nothing. Like he is he is the bottom of the barrel of the bottom of the barrel. Like he is a kid with nothing. Like he was not allowed to go to school mm -hmm. because he has constantly been paying off debt. And he is just happy to live like he just living is considered a gift for him. Yeah. And again, it's it's the situation where it, it's just my taste that I personally felt they laid it on too thick. Mm -hmm. And yeah. the heart condition was the point where I'm like, OK, I get it. You know, I think the heart condition was necessary for what goes in later. I think that's just lending up to the point, because um, basically we we get. Uh, what Denji's day-to-day -day life is, is he's, mm. ever since he's paired up with Puchita, he's strong enough through using Puchita, who can turn into a chainsaw, to kill devils. Which are just like these demons that appear in the world, is just kind of the conceit you're expected to accept. Mm -hmm. It's it's certainly an interesting world, because it's like, time period issues notwithstanding, we'll get to that. But it basically presents itself like the real world except there's also just monsters that roam around and they're all associated with something. 
And the scarier that something is, the more powerful the monster. Which mm -hmm. is hilarious because the first devil we see is a tomato devil, which <laughs> yeah. leads you to believe that people are afraid of tomatoes enough for it to be. A there are at least enough people in the world who are scared of tomatoes to manifest a tomato devil. Jidenji then handily slices to pieces with uh, Puchetta. In fact, yep. we don't even get to see that fight. We just see him standing atop of it with Puchetta like, all right, there you go. Problem solved. Give me my money. And basically, Denji's working for the Yakuza. He's selling the parts of the devils he kills to the black market. And the money he's getting at the end is a fraction of what someone with his skill set should be making. Because the Yakuza is just taking so much off the top that I think it's established early on. He has like an 100 yen a day food budget. Mm -hmm. Or I think I know. He gets um uh, one of the Yakuza pays him 100 yen to eat his cigarette butt, which Denji does happily because he takes that 100 yen and goes to Puchita. Wow, we just got food for three days. So he's spending 30 cents a day on food. I think a real key moment is he is in his shack in the woods with Puchita and they are eating a piece of bread for their meal today. And he just mm -hmm. goes, man, Puchita, one day we'll have the debt paid off and we'll live like kings. We'll get a little jam to go on our bread. That'd be amazing. And that eating jam on his bread is the height of luxury to this kid. <laughs> it, as Jake said, it really lays it on thick, but it does do a very good job of establishing just the dire straits that Denji is in. And also, he's a young hormonal teenager, so his other uh, supreme dream is to make it with a girl at least once before he dies. Something that, that is, that is a, a, uh, a height he dare not imagine he can reach. Yeah, and it's sort of interesting the the degrees to which he's willing to allow himself to dream. Like he just wants to like like hug someone. As the series goes on, like his his bar for what his like achievable dream is keeps changing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but and I'll even come off of that, Jake. Is that? My interpretation of that scene was, yeah, he wants to make it with a girl, but it, I took it from a more, um, I want to say, wholesome point of view. He just wants someone to, another human being to, you know, spend time with companionship. Like, he wants true connection. It's just, he's hormonal, yes, and obviously he wants, you know, to get with a girl. But he also says, I also want to have, you know, someone to fall asleep with, to cuddle with, and to, I think he mentioned something about, like, reading with like someone that they would listen Playing to with jokes yeah that mm -hmm. kind of thing so it's more than just lust and just teenage wiles he legitimately just wants someone rather than just the yakuza who has been primary like his most exposure to the outside world at that at that point he wants someone he wants companionship genuinely and basically he gets that with puchita who is his main friend and like they they have a deep bond and um at some point uh after uh Denji coughs up some blood and explains his mom had this heart condition that she coughed up blood and then eventually it killed her he's like yeah at some point I'm going to die he goes hey puchita you're a devil right devils like taking over human bodies and becoming fiends well when i die i'm not going to use this body anymore i want you to have it buddy because that's the kind of guy denji is like he has the worst life you could possibly imagine he's not resentful of it he just accepts what he has. He's happy to be alive, and he wants the best for everyone. Which is uh, kind of amazing, because I don't think I've, at least not in recent memory, seen a character who 
is so down in the dumps like Denji is and is yet still so willing to just see the lighter side and like, okay, yeah, sure, I'm going to die. But at that point, what's this meat puppet good for? Might as well let my friend use it. It is shockingly wholesome a lot of the time for how gruesome and depressing this manga can be. As it turns out, uh, Denji's promise comes true a bit sooner than he expected because the Yakuza are the Yakuza. <laughs> and they decide that, uh, hey, we could just keep exploiting this kid or we could just cash in all at once, feed him to a devil, and then we get devil powers. And unfortunately, the devil they decide to make a contract with is the zombie devil which was the stupidest decision they possibly could have made. <laughs> yeah, it was about as well as you could expect. Yeah, uh, they do admittedly successfully lure Denji to a warehouse to feed him to the zombie devil. Alas, they've already been killed and meat puppeted by said zombie devil. So they get nothing out of it. Denji gets chopped up into pieces in, there's a lot of panels in this that made me go, ugh. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably the most gruesome one, mm -hmm. honestly. And honestly, I thought it was, you know, one of those flashbacks of like, in an alternate universe, this would have happened. And then I thought, like, initially, I thought that it was going to snap back and say that actually didn't happen, but it was a possibility at the time. No, it actually happened. He was chopped up in a little pieces. Wait, you mm -hmm. thought they were going to pull a saved by the bell on you? Like, freeze frame. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> How am I going to get out of this? Situation? It's because like... My exposure, like, in my experience, like, they wouldn't, like, lead into a story like that so soon off that your protagonist, your main character, would, you know, meet in a timely end so soon, you know? This, this is still, like, chapter one. Yeah, this is all chapter one. Yeah. <laughs> there's, uh, a, there's a surreal feeling to it. And to, to give... To give our, our uh, lovely listeners an idea, if you've seen One Piece and you've seen Buggy the Clown, it's like that, only not cartoony. <laughs> That is how Tenshi ends uh, up. <laughs> and it's great. They throw his uh, body pieces in a dumpster like the trash he is. <laughs> yep. Yep. And it's at this point that Pachita's like, hey, wait a minute, that contract. In, in a slightly different way than I'm pretty sure what Denji or even we the reader expected, he doesn't just, you know, go into Denji's body and start puppeteering him around. He literally replaces Denji's heart with himself. Mm -hmm. He specifically says to Denji, like, hey, Denji, by the way, I can talk now. I'm not sure if this was established earlier. <laughs> I think the implication is that uh, Puchita never spoke because he knew that Denji saw him as a dog and Denji having yeah. a dog made him happy. So Puchita was willing to just not talk for that sake. Which Puchita yeah. also is like weirdly wholesome. I shouldn't say weirdly. Like it's it's subversive. No, no very weird. I, that's exactly what I was just about to talk about, Jake. Is it's very weird for a devil. It's very weird. What he, as far as we learn about devils later on, the way Puchita acts right now is really weird because he goes, hey, Denji, this is a contract. I'm going to become your heart. I want you to have a good life and keep, t I, I loved hearing about your dreams. I want you to live a good life and tell me more about your and live out better dreams. And Puchita sacrifices himself so that Denji may live. And based on what we hear about de like devils every other time in what we've read, that's insane. Even devils who ally themselves with humans are not that altruistic. Uh, they explicitly say things like, 
you're giving me something I want, or I'm joining the winning side. It's it's entirely self-interest for everyone else. And uh, this is the part where we learn that devils have amazing regenerative capabilities. Because, as I said, Denji's been buggied at this point, and he ain't got no chop-chop fruit. But Puchetta becoming his heart puts him back together, Humpty Dumpty style, and... Denji arises not only with all of his parts reattached, but apparently restored to fullness. He at least has the eye back. I can only assume he has the kidney and the other ball back, too. Yeah. <laughs> they don't go into great detail on that, and I'm not going to complain about it. But yeah, presumably he is he is not simply... They don't revert... It's not just reversing the damage that had just been done to him. He is whole again, which is a metaphor that they play with a, a bit a going bit. forward yeah and you know denji comes back from the dead <laughs> wakes up and stands up in the in the dumpster uh in the process opening it and he's like puchetta what happened because he he doesn't freaking know what just happened and it's at this point where i'm thinking okay uh, so the zombie devil and its minions just killed him. They dumped him in the trash. They've probably wandered off to go do something else at this point. And this is like hours later that this is happening. No, this is not five minutes later. The Yakuza zombies and the zombie devil are still there. And they see him stand up like, what the hell? Didn't we just kill him? We we see the, the main part of uh, Puchita's contract with Denji is he now has a chainsaw pull cord coming out of his heart that when he pulls turns him into a fiend <laughs> into the chainsaw man <laughs> it turns him into chainsaws his arms from like the elbow down explode out into chainsaws one comes out of his forehead and he also kind of ends up looking like a, an ava <laughs> like <laughs> ava unit one's head with like long spiky nail teeth. And other than that, it's still just Denji's body, but except chainsaw hands, chainsaw forehead, Ava head. Well, mm -hmm. and I really love the design because like, especially the neck, but like other than like the like face plate and the teeth and whatnot, his head literally becomes a chainsaw. And yep. like, especially with the way that the teeth are drawn, it's a very, very aesthetically pleasing, I guess is the right way to put it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it, not to say it's pretty, but like it's it's a very good aesthetic. Uh, like the character design, I guess, is the the sort of mm -hmm. important part. Character design is excellent. Yeah, I was it, about to say that's that's a big part of this manga. Actually, is um the uh, like normal people like are drawn very plainly. Like they don't have a lot of like your anime stylism stylistics choices you would normally get. They have a lot of people have black hair, very normal faces. It's mm -hmm. the devils and uh, Denji when he transforms get these like really outlandish, super detailed like and you're like, where is this art detail on all these characters? Because regular people look normal. Well, yeah, you see it's just because they're not the important ones. Uh, and so now with his chainsaw man powers, uh, Denji goes completely ham, myrtleizing the, uh, the zombie devil. And all the Yakuza. And all the Yakuza. Because he gets his he revenge. He comes to the very uh, succinct conclusion, hey, wait a minute. If I kill all these Yakuza guys, I won't have dead anymore! Huzzah! <laughs> and then it was so. 
Uh, and he makes he makes quick work of them because apparently people aren't afraid of as afraid of zombies as they are of tomatoes <laughs> or chainsaws. <laughs> I think I'm we get saying. confirmed later on. Chainsaws are one of the most terrifying things in this world. <laughs> I don't know. I was going to say a quip about tomatoes, but then I, I actually like tomatoes, so I couldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre was a very popular movie in this universe. And <laughs> I would assume the Texas Chainsaw Massacre was a very popular real life event in this universe because I have no idea how reality works here. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But basically, we get... I don't think we even get to see the entirety of the fight. We, mm -mm. The second Denji starts winning, we cut to him standing atop like a shattered array of bodies. Mm -hmm. And the door opens, revealing the feds. Well, the, the actual, you know, devil hunters, the official guys. Special Division 4, uh, led by, uh, who quickly becomes the main character, uh, Makima. Mm -hmm. uh, a woman who's... Um, we're told is very pretty by everyone who interacts with her. Again, the character designs are very plain for normal people, but I can buy it. Um, eh, she's cute. Yeah, her art makes her look. I think, but judging by the art style, she is the cutest like female. I think. Fair, but basically, what happens is she walks in. Uh, Denji has transformed out uh, because um, we get a revealing of his weakness for his um, power is that he needs to consume blood because his arms and head literally become chainsaws. They're constantly tearing up his body when he uses them. So he's constantly healing, whereas yeah. other devils aren't constantly healing. Yeah, this isn't one of those like Wolverine moments where, you know, he splits his hand open once and that's it. No, he is constantly <laughs> shredding himself and basically denji is on his feet super tired and does not have the wherewithal to ask anything else other than looking at this woman and saying hey could you hold me and collapses into her because he's just super tired after killing all these things and, and completely like out of blood he's he is anemic as hell right now and passing out mm -hmm. and makima she looks into his face at first the other her other companions are looking at him saying do we need to report this you know they're about to take him out as well because they'd see him as a devil and she says no this one's not bad i can tell by his face and they take she him specifically says by his smell yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. he is neither human nor devil she deals with them enough and also uh we get told later that fiends are very easy to tell apart just looking at their face because they have some kind of distinctive tell the art probably doesn't do it justice because it's not color and all that stuff i mean it the art makes it i think more difficult to tell but apparently it's quite obvious like if it was in front of you you'd be able to tell this is a devil this is a devil man and this is a or this is a fiend the implication is that like fiends something's wrong with their eyes is typically how it's phrased like their face is how you tell like they aren't able to mimic human emotion enough, and there's kind of like an uncanny valley about them is what's implied. Power certainly has an uncanny valley about her. Yeah. <laughs> She's also just a huge dick. She is. Just in general. <laughs> but before before we get to her, we gotta go over the one big part of this scene with uh, Makima, is basically she tells Denji, hey, I know you're not a fiend, but also you're basically close enough. Um, You don't get to live. Uh, so you can either be my dog and do what I say, or we're going to put you down right here. And he's just like, oh, cool. Do I get to eat? Sweet deal. 
Okay, pretty lady, whatever you say. <laughs> pretty lady's gonna be pretty, and I get food? Yay! This is already, like, 180 from my previous life. Yeah, Denji instantly falls hard for Makima, which is probably the... I mean, she's probably the first woman he's met who... Uh, wasn't his mom. Who wasn't his mom and not affiliated with the Yakuza in any way. So it's not like he's got a lot of uh, experience to draw upon in terms of love at first sight. So this is also another case where it's like sort of illustrating the life he's led up to this point. What she does for him is as close to kindness as he's ever experienced. Mm -hmm. And again, this is another one where call it taste, because I'm not going to say that this is like a like a mistake or bad writing or anything. But I don't like Makima in this scene because I don't like seeing people take it. Excuse me. Here's I don't like the thing. I don't think you're supposed to like Makima. Oh, I think no, Den no. I think Denji likes her. But I think you're supposed to know she only likes people who can do things for or useful for her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But this is going to this is going to come into a bit of a theme for why I wasn't too keen on this, because I've waffled on Denji and there's a particular moment for me that irritates me that I'll get to. And again, it's not to say that it's a mistake. Like, I don't like the characters. <laughs> and this is a case where it's like Makima is such a central character. There's not really a ray of light in the series as far as we got. And mm -hmm. that, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like seeing people take advantage of uh, the un unfortunate. So this, this series is definitely a dark tunnel with like a speck of light in the distance as opposed to anything else. Mm -hmm. Like this yeah. is very much seeing Denji struggle. I kind of like it because it's so gritty. And the fact that it is kind of like, it's not feeding you happiness and rainbows all the time. It's like, no, he's in a really situation. There's no way around it. And his options are slightly better, but it's still yeah, the make part. make no mistake. Denji goes from essentially slavery to being press ganged into uh being an attack dog for the government. Yep. It is He's not yeah. gonna go to Wendy's to get a frosty after this. It is so you're gonna have to work. <laughs> Actually he kinda a little bit though. Yeah, I was about to say that's exactly what happens though, is um he asks, uh, what do we do for breakfast? Uh being her she basically lists Oh, yeah, we get toast with jam and honey uh, and then proceeds to list three other dishes for breakfast. And Denji's just like, wait, you can have what? What heights of avarice have I reached? <laughs> um, Makima apologizes to him saying, yeah, sorry, we're kind of busy on our way to something. I guess we can stop at like a rest stop. And Denji's like, oh, no, I don't have any money. And she's just like, pay for it, obviously. Jeez. And he's like, what? And proceeds to order like a bowl of udon and a corn dog. Height of luxury to him is a gas station bowl of udon and a corn dog. Well, think about it. It could be like, for him, it's like his birthday or Christmas. And I don't even think like he's even done anything special for either of those occasions. But I'm saying it's that poignant for I'm gonna, him. I'm going to say Denji would probably consider him being born one of the worst days of his life. <laughs> I was born, then my mom died, then my dad died. It was just awful all the way down. He's born, he opens his eyes and he says, ah, no, put me back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but unfortunately, uh, Denji doesn't get to have this breakfast because a man comes running in saying his daughter was stolen by a devil. And Makima goes, well, be a good guard dog. What? My food's going to get cold. Don't worry about that. Go do something. And he's just like, oh. 
Okay. And he goes out to the woods to find this girl who seems to be in a very similar situation to him and that she is partnered with a devil. Uh, and you get him just go like, man, I used to have a friend that was a devil. Maybe all devils aren't bad. And you get to see him just really open up and be earnest about it. The devil was revealed to be lying to him and then attacks him immediately. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> we get that <laughs> moment. <laughs> and the thing I one of the things I because, again, I, I don't want to be all I don't want to be the gloom and doom one. I thought you I, were legitimately the salty one. I thought that's your little. Well, I am up. the salty one, but <laughs> I subverting the take doing something different whatever point being there are a lot of moments where i like denji mm -hmm. and this is like a, a, a lot of the early stuff especially when the uh devil that he was sent after reveals that he's evil he's immediately like okay then i guess i kill you now and he the just does it like he has yep. no qualms or reservations about it because that's just the life he's led the muscle devil People are scared of mu muscles. They don't want to get punched by muscles. In all considering it's willing to partner with a little girl. <laughs> like, of the it, ones we've seen, I would definitely classify the muscle devil as one of the weaker ones. <laughs> I, I guess there are some people out there who are really scared of Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, they probably are. He's so buff! Ah! Yeah, I know plenty of people who are terrified of him. Too many muscles. The main takeaway from this point is um, we see Denji like immediately flick a switch going like, oh, cool. I tried to be nice. Turns out I was wrong. Well, going to solve this problem in front of me. Kills the muscle devil. Um, I believe saves the girl because I don't think she had fe been fiendified. I think she was being. No. Yeah, she lives. Yeah. So he saves the girl. He does a good job. Uh, and Makima is there watching him despite the fact she said she was going to wait on the food. Eating his corn dog. That was Denji's corn dog. The bitch <laughs> eating eating our boy's corn dog. He's working and, hard for that. And basically, while eating it, just goes good. I had no use for a dog that'd say no to me. Revealing she knew this was how this was gonna play out, and this was a test for him because Makima's a bitch. <laughs> yeah, which implies that the only reason she uh, agreed to the stop for the stop at the food stand thing was because she knew it would be in proximity of this other devil incident, which means she also knew that this little girl was being probably probably torturously puppeteered by this thing. And she's like, ah, perfect. A chance to try out my new toy. Yeah, Makima's not a good person. No, no, but everyone loves her as we see when they finally get to headquarters and we are introduced to the other main character, um, a man named Aki, who is very traditional shonen protagonist. Uh, he's very Sasuke-esque. Uh, okay. Has no time for anything. If you've played Killer is Dead, you know what Aki looks like. And kind of how he <laughs> acts like. But he he is a, also a, a simp for Makima. He's got his katana. He's got his suit. He's got his top knot. And he's just ready to go out there and myrtleize devils until Makima kisses him or, some, or something. Well, specifically, he wants to kill all devils. He's got the edgy backstory thing of like, I want <laughs> all devils to die. I can't believe you're partnering me. Actually, he has no qualms with that. It's power. He doesn't like being partnered with. He doesn't really like uh, Denji either at first. He doesn't like Denji because Which... he doesn't think he's serious. Yeah. He doesn't think he's serious. He finds out that he potentially could be competition for his interest in Makima. And the fact that he is also has is conjoined with a devil, a fiend. So, but I mean, the, it's all those in one. But this is the start of a, another theme in this story, one that I actually really like. Uh, as we said, Aki's like big problem with Denji is the fact that Denji doesn't seem to be able to take anything seriously, at least from Aki's point of view. As we have very much established at this point, literally anything other than starving to death is considered impossibly luxurious to Denji. 
So mm-hmm. his dreams and his aspirations as a result, they seem like nothing to normal people. Yeah, they're very simple. I think it's at this point that Denji decided that his next mission in life was to touch some titty. So Aki considers this to be an incredible insult because he has tragic anime backstory. Aki has the biggest dream there is in this world at the moment. And myrtleize all the devils. Yeah. Yeah. But um, as this like arc with the initial meeting of Aki goes on, it establishes that even if Denji's dream is simple and kind of stupid, it's still his dream. And he draws power from that. No matter how dumb and insignificant your dream might seem to other people, it's yours. It's valid. I really liked that message. It's super cool. It's, again, shockingly wholesome for this gritty, bloody, doom and gloom manga. To me, it's something that I wish they did more with. I like that it's that he wants to touch boobs because, like, he's a teenager who didn't get to be a teenager. It's perfectly logical and acceptable for someone his age, after what he went through, to want that. And it's it's very real and very, quite frankly, relatable. I mean, you know, that's the sort of thing that, like, people want to do stuff with people, you know? People want to do naughty stuff with people. And this is the first time Denji's had the ability to think about anything that wasn't just surviving. He, he's allowed to dream for the first time in his life. And it's the most achievable thing in the world, but it's still his dream. He goes exactly one step higher on Maslow's hierarchy of needs. He went beyond food to reproduction. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we basically get that nice introductory arc where Aki is played up to be the foil of Denji, which I, I think goes throughout the what we've read immensely. They really do kind of are just opposite sides of the coin. And, and Denji kicks Aki in the balls numerous times. <laughs> yes, because when he fights a guy, he always goes for the crotch. <laughs> he never doesn't go for the balls when he's fighting another dude. Because Denji only knows survival, why would he not want to win the fight as quickly as possible? Like Exactly. He has no concept of honor. He plays for keeps. And how do you end this the quickest? <laughs> Kick guy in the balls. It's what you need to fight devils, too, is... They don't have human emotions. They're not going to, like... Any of the any of the devils that would ever bother fighting fair or playing by any meaningful rules are already on humanity's sides. And even they aren't really the type to do that anyway, either. So any devils that you're going to fight don't care. Which is a great transition into our next character we're meeting. Mm-hmm. The... Uh, the fiend power. I I want to say best girl, but I really can't. <laughs> she, <laughs> she is a, a like most other characters in this manga, a complete piece of. Sh- I love it. I love power. Yeah. She's very entertaining. Her introduction is literally um, a Makima going, "Hey, I've got a new person I want you to team up with for a bit." Kicks down the door, going like, "Bow before me, humans! I am your devil overlord." The fact she's named herself Power when she's a blood devil really speaks volumes about her character, by the way. This is where Denji being an uneducated goon uh, does come in some handy for explaining the world to the reader because he doesn't know what a fiend is. Mm -hmm. And a fiend is essentially a devil that has uh, done what Denji offered to Puchetta and puppeteer a dead body. 
So the face that we see isn't really Power's face. It's the power of it, or it's the face of a dead body that Power is currently inhabiting. And she is a blood devil. Because, I mean, hey, hemophobia is a real thing. People being afraid of blood makes more sense than a lot of the devils we run into. <laughs> uh-huh. Like the very next devil we do that uh, Power gets to fight, the sea cucumber devil. <laughs> I completely forgot about that. Fight in huge quotation marks. She jumps off a building, off the top ropes, manifests a mallet out of her own blood, and splackers the thing over a city block. We then also learn that hunters, devil, um, devil hunters, are not to encroach on each other's territories once they have a meeting or they have a mission. So, I mean, that's never really addressed further, but apparently that caused an issue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's it's also worth noting that like the sea cucumber devil, the civilian hunter that was fighting it was calling for backup because he was concerned for his life. I think you might want to find a new line of work, buddy. Well, I I think what we get told time and time again is there is a civilian part of devil hunters, and like the civilian sector makes a lot more money. To the private sector, several times of like, oh, I want to quit working for the government. I go to the private sector. You make more money, or your hours are more flexible, or whatever. It's it's overall better because apparently what the private sector does is they handle all the tiny devils. And every time there's a devil too strong, they call in the government to take care of it because they don't want to risk their lives or do anything hard. So we can only imagine, like, all of the, like, I don't know, people who are afraid of paper cuts, like the paper cut devil. That's who gets mm -hmm. taken out by. Or the tomato devil. <laughs> yeah. Though, but that, that doesn't that bring up the point, though? Apparently the sea cucumber devil was too much for this guy. <laughs> Because he was calling for backup. I know. Have you seen sea cucumbers? People are afraid of them. They like ooze out their guts. Yeah, they are. They are <laughs> kind of gross looking. So there you go. They're majestic sea creatures. I mean, that's that's a trope from beach episodes of anime is people chasing around each other with sea cucumbers. We get it. It's very phallic. We get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, the penis devil. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past the series, honestly. It is incredibly phallic, and then power brutally flattens it with a hammer. So read into that what you will. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, damn. <laughs> Boner gone. I don't think I'm really selling the gratuity of this enough. When I said splattered over a city block, I'm not being hyperbolic. Nope. No, every the, the entire surface area was covered in a fine red line of um, ooze. <laughs> oh, I guess we don't know the color, uh, but yeah, I can only assume can blood. Only... Yeah. Devils. devils explicitly bleed so yeah but basically this whole thing um they both get yelled at for messing with civilians because that's a whole thing like that's like paperwork for them to deal with so that they both get chewed out but this is a bonding moment between um denji and power where uh power then reveals that the only reason she even teamed up with um the special division four was because they said they could help rescue her cat, Meowie. Hashtag free Meowie. Hashtag free Meowie. Which is great, because Denji proceeds to go, man, cats are really dumb. If it was a dog, I could understand, but your problems seem kind of stupid. And then she's just like, I'd let you touch my breast. And he's just like, done, we gotta save this cat. <laughs> How dare that bastard devil take your cat? I'm gonna myrtleize him. <laughs> actual, actual quote from the manga. I'm gonna myrtleize <laughs> yeah. him. 
I love Denji Ugh. so much. <laughs> He's great. Denji has a great like little gag that comes up often where he will have where someone will say something and you will get a full panel of Denji just taking a deep breath reacting to what was said before he immediately switches his emotion to be in line with something and it's great. I love it every time it happens. I mean, perhaps the fact is he wasn't socialized, you know, given his background. So now he has to, like, physically sw switch gears. We know he never yep. went to school. That was confirmed. He's it's repeated, like, several times. Like, I didn't do those school learning. I don't know anything. <laughs> Which causes Zaki to look down. He, he can't read. Anytime yeah. it's brought up, he needs someone to read for him. About the same time this is happening, um, we get a cool little interstitial scene with... um. Makima uh, talking to her higher ups in the government and basically they're kind of chewing her out um, what's going on with this, this new recruit you have and uh, she's basically just going no there's something special about him and it's exactly what we need leading us to believe she knows a lot more about what's going on than we I think ever get revealed in and what we've read well isn't her no. section her section is just the experimental weirdos Yes. So, I mean, she's under the microscope. She's going to be, she's open to the most criticism. If anything and anything goes wrong, immediately they're going to ax the whole program. She mentions that to several characters. Yeah. That, um, she definitely brings it up to Denji. Aki, she talks to immediately after this meeting, and he even asks her, hey, what was up with that? You were talking about Denji being special. Where she kind of does this weird non sequitur, but I think is meant to just imply a lot of things. And she's like, well, don't you know devils are stronger based on human fear? And like people are afraid of like car crashes aren't that scary. So a car crash devil would be nothing. Denji can turn into a chainsaw and just ends the conversation on that. Yeah. Which just should speak volumes about how strong she thinks Denji is. It's actually a really good because, again, as much as I personally wasn't a fan of this, this is why I say that's not to say it's bad because that moment, it is both world building for how devils work and character building for Makima because I think it's made very, very clear. She definitely knows. I don't think Aki is even unaware of the fact that she is absolutely deflecting. There is something mm -hmm. else. Mm -hmm. And yeah. um, it's, uh, it's character building for her because it shows her as being duplicitous, as being two-faced, which up to this point, she's just kind of been a bit of a bitch. So I think it's 99% of what Makima does. <laughs> yeah, so it's both world building for how devils work and character building for her personally. Mm -hmm. No, I love how this manga does its world building. It's always in the background or very well explained. Rarely do you ever have a character just blurt out explanations for things. With the odd exception being when they absolutely need something, it'll be because Denji's an idiot. Which, yes. that's yes. that's manga excuse, like, 101. Uh, main yeah. character's a dummy. We can explain whatever we want to him. We then get a cut to um, Power bringing um, Denji to the farm where her uh, cat is being held hostage by uh, the Bat Devil, is mm -hmm. I believe what is revealed. Mm -hmm. Um Unfortunately, once they get, uh, they're about to get inside and Denji's like, wait, something's weird about this entire situation where it's then revealed power was planning on betraying him this entire time because the, um, the bat devil just wanted to eat blood. Uh, so that he could regenerate. Yeah. Because he was injured at some point and has been healing. 
uh, and she hits Denji, who is about to attack her, and throws him in. Which I think is a good point to bring up here is um, in all of their interactions, Denji's been refusing to transform because like knocked him unconscious basically the last time he did it. It it's a massive strain on his body. One of the things that um, I didn't like, I understood the fact that uh, his devil his devil chainsaw form, his devil trigger runs on uh, runs on his blood and it makes him anemic and he passes out. I understood that. Uh, I wasn't aware that he was in anything but a berserker rage when he's in that form, you know, incapable of feeling anything other than rip and tear. By the way, mm -hmm. if you do read this manga, put on the Doom soundtrack. Any <laughs> of it. it. It increases the experience tenfold. But um, Denji says uh, as much to power. Yeah, no, activating my chainsaws hurts like hell. He doesn't verbally react to being in chainsaw form at all which is another subtle indicator of what a determination-fueled maniac Denji really is. I don't think that that's so much determination as illustrating how much he's used to pain. And I think that scene also has like a really great subtle piece of world building because Power hears he can turn into chainsaws and immediately does not believe him. She just writes it off as, no, you're lying. That doesn't make any sense. Because Power's a devil. Your human jokes are really bad. Uh, which, yeah. uh, it makes sense that Power would assume someone else is lying because her basic, basically her defining character trait is being a pathological liar. She's and... so bad at it, too. Yeah, it's to the point where She's... no one can even try to believe it. It's just like, you're blatantly lied to me. She's literally a pathological liar. She actually physically can't tell the truth. Um, mm -hmm. Similar to... Uh, um, one of the characters from shield hero where it's like, even if she's in a situation where she's physically forced to tell the truth, she'll still lie. It's, it's literally pathological mm -hmm. and uh, not a fan of that. I don't particularly like power either. I mean, you're not supposed to like power. You're not supposed to like a lot of the characters except NG. He's so unlikable. If that makes sense. Mm. I like her because it's so awful. <laughs> I understand we that I, I, again. It's I understand. I understand how someone could, be engaged with these characters but like i don't like them so i don't care what happens to them so it's hard for me to invest in it and that's mm. that's ultimately the thing for me and again why i want to reiterate because i don't think it's bad but i didn't like it because i just couldn't bring myself to care about these people i don't want yeah. to be in their presence well it's here that we get a slight swerve with power because i being a uh, card carrying member of cat person club was like, yes, hashtag free meowie. Let's do this. Let's go get the cat back. I don't even care that we might get an etchy scene out of it. Just save the cat. And then we show up at the, we show up at the place where the bat devil is. And Denji's like, wait a minute. Are you setting me up? Yes. Punch. And I'm like, no, there was no cat. It's, uh, I immediately just thought, okay, the cat was a lie. This was entirely a trap. Uh, Denji should activate chainsaw powers and just kill everything here. No, we give a little swerve. Meowie is real. Meowie actually exists and is power wasn't lying when she said that the only thing she really cares about is cats because that's like the one thing she isn't she doesn't react violently to. Well, is she actually does she actually like cats or does she like this particular cat? She likes that specific cat. Because like it goes into her backstory about how it took it took her time to even bond with this cat. Like initially she was just going to eat the cat. 
as far as as far as I can tell, the sequence of events is she didn't care about uh, the cat at first. She was going to eat the cat, but because the cat was barely alive, she was going to fatten it up. And in caring for the cat, she actually started to actually care for the cat. And that made her not loathe everything in particular, not loathe cats. <sighs> I don't know. I, I they, did, they never really do anything with it after that point. And it is sort of weird that like this is literally the only thing in the entire section that we read the only point where something that comes out of power's mouth isn't a lie because meowie exists meowie was indeed kidnapped and power does legitimately care about meowie that's the only thing that she says that's not a lie and after this arc it doesn't come up again only two things were really exposed here the fact that she is capable of telling the truth about something and that she is able to have deeper feelings for things. It just obviously takes some work. That's at least that was the takeaway I took from it is that she is deeper than just an ambitious um, fiend. I mean, what what she says explicitly about the cat is that while she's fattening it up so she can eat it later, um, she kind of comes to the realization that she's a blood devil and she loves all blood from like all different things. She loves consuming it. But then like getting used to the cat being a living thing, it's heart beating. She also loves blood when it's warm. Yep, that's and, what like, she Like, finds connection with Meowie the cat, and, like, that's what is the tiny amount of humanization that makes her, you know, maybe I could work for humans. I don't like them, which I think is about as low as you, you get for devils that work with humans, is I don't, I'll do it, because it's fun. Uh, and it and benefits like, me. Yeah, like, and that's, that's all we really get from her, which is enough, because it humanizes her just enough for denji to be like hey you actually care about this cat then yeah i'm still gonna help you i know you may, mm -hmm. but eh, i'm not worth a lot so whatever <laughs> yeah well you betrayed me but i mean is our deal about me being able to touch your tits if i save the cat still on yeah all right then bring it on boy let's go <laughs> i feel more uh humanization for power like doing anything with it it more. would be it would be nice to get some more of it but i mean what we got i enjoyed and we then immediately go into editing sim in the future insert e1m1 here the fight against the bat devil <laughs> that was amazing and the leech devil the immediately after it <laughs> the fights in the yeah. i gotta say the like even even onto like there will be cases where like backstory or exposition or like quiet moments within fights are intercut into the the pacing of fights is top notch. Is it kind of it reminds me of, like of One Punch kind of. Yeah, actually, one I, two punch. Mm -hmm. Well, because it it cuts to the important parts of fights and they're always guttural and violent and just- Well, they're very one-sided of, you know, Denji transforms and then the the devil is like, what the shit? <laughs> it's like, what the shit is going on? It's, it's like, it's really hard because chainsaws are really good. We get told time and time again, the fight with the bat devil is less of a fight and is more of Denji cutting him up from the air. Yeah. Yeah. Basically what Denji, like Denji's battle strategy is, you could say, is, his face is chainsaws. His arms are chainsaws. He just jumps in your general direction and you get sliced up. Oh 
Give me a hug! There can't really be, like, a conscious thought process, necessarily. I mean, to an extent there is, but at a while, it's just kind of like, I gotta let loose and let it, fr- let it fall where it will be. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which works for him. He just because... pulls the ripcord. <laughs> the amount of times that he is compared to a dog is not inaccurate, and he kind of just fights like a wild dog. I'm going to take all of the pointy bits on my body and pu- and violently thrust them at you, and you will die eventually. I was gonna... I thought something really, really dirty right there. It's like, okay, some people are into that. Yeah, it's Chainsaw Man. I, I intentionally <laughs> I was say, that. that was not the point. <laughs> I did that on purpose. <laughs> but, but basically, he, he cuts up the Bat Devil. Uh, he frees Meowy and Power from inside the Bat Devil. Um, it been swallowed whole. Yes, yes, that had happened at some point. But um, so basically, this is when we get the part where he's like, "Hey, I can still touch your boobs. Cool, no hard feelings then, because I want to touch some boobs before I die." Think about the fact that power. She's not human, so she doesn't necessarily will get like that's kind of weird. Whatever. Even the other thing about power is she behaves like a toddler. Because I don't think we ever get into it, but it looks like just how old she is, that very well might be her mentality. Mm-hmm. Maybe. But I mean, like, what I'm saying about, like, the whole I want to touch your boobs, she, like, that's that's all you want? Really? I don't see what, what the big draw is. Like, either she doesn't understand human sexuality, or, like, like, that's just, like... In other words, she doesn't really react like it's any different than touching her leg or something. And she's like, dude, that's kind of weird, but whatever. Well, touching legs can be sexy. Well, she clearly (laughs) understands that, at least to some extent, that uh, big fat anime titty good because she pats her chest. (laughs) She does. (laughs) And that might just be in Power's simplistic worldview of I am the most, I'm the strongest and I have to be at the top. I have to have the biggest boobs. She might literally just think bigger is better. That's and that's 100% how I read that scene was <laughs> obviously I'm the best because that's a whole bunch of powers. Personality is pumping herself up to be the best, even when she's very inadequate. Mm-hmm. Though it's also worth noting one of the things that's, you know, where Denji's character is concerned and where I feel that it shines. The thing about like, is the deal for me touching your boobs still on? Yes. That's more honor than he got with the Yakuza. Power yeah, actually is. is not only says that she'll follow through with the deal after having already betrayed him, she actually does it too. Like she's actually willing to um commit to deals and not actively betray him. That's unusual for Denji. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of part of the reason why I feel it's so easy for him to forgive the betrayal because it's like all he's all he's used he's just used to being screwed over yeah and it's like well you already had a deal with that guy and you did that i survived so is our deal still good yes that's more honor than i'm used to Mm -hmm. but before we get to the deal we got to talk about the real fun bit which is denji falls out of the sky uh and immediately after beating up um bat devil he's like whoo good i'm tired from that puts his chainsaws away then just gets attacked by a leech devil who goes, wait, did you just kill my boyfriend? (laughs) (laughs) Which kind of blew my mind. I'm like, what? (laughs) It raises so many questions that the manga does not care to answer. (laughs) Yeah, it really does. (laughs) The leech and the, they don't explicitly say that it's a vampire bat devil, but 
it the the bat devil constantly talks about drinking blood and not just any blood but high quality uh deton blood <laughs> you know the good stuff he goes through a whole list he goes through a whole list yeah so i guess oh, he plans makes- out a menu <laughs> Uh huh. So it kind of makes sense that the vampire bat devil and the leech devil are uh, smitten mm-hmm. with one another because they probably bonded over a over a, a over dinner. dinner date. Yeah, Denji completely zapped of his power. He doesn't have enough blood barely to keep his heart going at this point. But that's not going to stop him. Die before I touch some tits. That I believe is his exact words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And, and that's uh, enough anger for him to spout a tiny uh, half chainsaw out of the middle of his face. And he's just like, well, I guess this is what I'm working with. What I said earlier about how no matter how small and stupid your dreams are, they're still valid and you can draw power from that. Uh, Denji challenges the leech devil who says that the leech devil's dream is to kill all devil hunters. And Denji's like, yeah, well, mine's to touch some boobs. Let's have a dream fight and see whose is worth more. She's also pissed because apparently they killed her man. Mm -hmm. But not that pissed because she's just like, wait, you killed the bat devil. Do you want to be my new boyfriend? You're kind of (laughs) cute. Meanwhile, the leech devil is a is a slimy pile of leeches. Yeah. And then she's like, nah, you got stank face. Uh, and basically, unfortunately, Denji does his big shonen protagonist speech where he's just like, yeah, well, when you die, that's going to mean your dreams were worth less than touching tits. But mm-hmm. uh, that's not good enough as his anemia kicks in and he staggers just long enough for the leech devil to rip his arm off and stab him through the gut. Yes, which he cannot heal from because he hasn't had enough blood. But don't worry, our main man Aki's here to save the day because he is partnered with the Fox Devil and because he's a very handsome man can summon the Fox Devil's head, which comes out of nowhere and eats the leech devil hole. He has to arrange his fingers to kind of look like a fox. Yeah, to make a little fox. Like a little fox. Kind of like a shadow puppet type thing. Because apparently the the Fox Devil is a sucker for a pretty face. (laughs) Hey, don't blame him. That wraps up. Um... We get revealed Aki talking to Denji in the hospital that um, he got there. They gave him some blood. He healed up immediately because he's magic. Um, and that uh, Aki has made a deal with the Fox Devil that when he uses his power, it eats a part of his body. Uh, for the move he did, it ate like an arm's worth of skin. Not even an entire arm's worth. Judging by the bandage that Aki was wearing, it looked like just a little abrasion. Like he fell and scraped his arm on the pavement. Like his forearm. It, it definitely seemed like a very reasonable cost, considering what we see other devils charge. Mm-hmm. You know, like your eye. <laughs> I think the other thing is that um, every time Aki uses the fox devil, he has to pay that cost again. Mm-hmm. Whereas a lot of other devils have steeper initial prices, but then you just get to use their powers at infinitum without having to pay again. So, mm-hmm. And we also don't know... Um, or I don't know if it was mentioned, but I don't think we know if there was like, if there's an initial cost for the Fox Devil and then there's like that payment and installments upon use. I, I think it, I think it, the it's made clear later on that the Fox Devil just is really friendly with humans and kind of makes a lot of contracts that are nicer. Yeah, the contract the Fox Devil seems to like is I give my power to a lot of people and then I just get little bites every now and then from them. Yeah. So long as they're pretty, though. Hey. 
I don't know how old the fox demon is, but that's kind of how fox demons roll. You gotta be cute. That's a that's only a requirement to use its head. Ah, <laughs> you can use the other parts, I assume. Oh yeah, yeah. You can like summon its paw or whatever to to punch mm-hmm. something because it doesn't want to look at your stank face. But basically, as punishment for uh, her going off and almost getting Denji killed, which doesn't seem much as a punishment, um, she is forced to be roommates with Aki and Denji, and they all live in Aki's very cramped apartment. And Uh we get a lovely, like, half chapter of just slice-of-life moments between this odd couple of Aki going, like, why? Why (laughs) am I being punished like this? (laughs) Because power is just the worst roommate. Am I going to be like, don't worry, it's all part of Keikaku. And to be fair, it's a bonding moment for Aki and Denji because they both loathe power. Quite (laughs) rightly, she's awful. Yeah. What do you mean, take a shower? I'm not the type to take a shower. You stink! What do you mean, flush the toilet? I'm not one to flush flush down turds. Flush it! Which is great, because immediately after we get told that she both clogs the toilet and does not flush the toilet. Which, she probably clogs the toilet because her entire diet is only meat. Meat and blood. Yeah. Probably. This is gross. Yeah, she's, she's not a gr- uh, very hygienic um, person. Which uh, doesn't matter because she uh, tells Denji, hey, you want to get groping these titties? And Denji's just like, I forgot everything I was mad about. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, you get three squeezes. One is an apology for the whole, you know, betraying you thing. One for getting Meowie back. And one, I forget what the other one was for. What was the third reason? Something I else. Yeah. Saving her. Oh, saving her. Of them. But basically, as we said earlier, uh, she basically lay, sits down on the toilet. Uh, because I think that's the only private area in Aki's apartment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he gets the first squeeze, revealing that she was wearing um, bra pads. <laughs> that He should get a redo after that, seriously. Those were pretty sizable bra pads, too, because she went from, like, a B to a D. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> they were. They were something else. Yeah, so basically, he squeezes with enough force that they just kind of pop off. And then um, gets two more squeezes where we get just existential dialogue from Denji inside his head going like, wait, this sucks. <laughs> no, this is it. What do you mean? I this is it. A lie. And like it, it carries over into the next day. He's at the devil hunter headquarters, filling in, out the paperwork. And Malcolm is like, dude, you seem kind of down. What's up? Cause he's, he's doing the meme of like elbows on the table, clutching his head. What thousand yards stare down at the, at the paperwork. Like is my entire life a lie? What if all my dreams are going to just be garbage the second I achieve them? Am I always going to be unable to find happiness? Is it always just going to be in the chase? Well, wait, what happened? I groped titties and it wasn't fun. She's like, I don't know how to handle this. <laughs> Makima becomes like an after-school special for Denji, pushes the paperwork off the table, and is just like, oh, hold on. Let me teach you what a sensual atmosphere is. Messed up after-school special. <laughs> what, what kind of after-school specials do you You're watch, doing Matt? it again. We said we weren't going to talk about this. There's a thin line. Thin line. <laughs> uh, freaking child. I realize after-school special has two meanings. <laughs> moving on then to the relevant scene that's that's one of the better ones yeah it's it's a really good scene because we have makima like being very sensual with um denji 
seemingly on his request, which is really just, and she goes into like deep detail of like, no, you need to know how your partner feels. You need to know everything about them. You need to be able to recognize their bite with your eyes closed as she proceeds to like bite his thumb and then like says, I want you to memorize this. And then Denji just goes, I have memorized it immediately. And it is seared uh, forever into my mind. It is just amazing, that scene. And then, like, proceeds to place his hand on her breast and is just, and Denji freaks out because this is the best feeling in his entire life. Mm-hmm. The force of the sudden boner knocks him over and he <laughs> flops out of his chair. Reminder Denji is 16, though. So, yeah. Japanese 18. Japanese 18, so. That is that is the age of consent in Japan, to be fair. Yeah. But um, the big thing that comes up with this is you realize why Makima suddenly flipped the script on him is she ends this conversation with, uh, hey, by the way, can you do something for me? I need you to kill the gun devil and I'll do whatever you want. Yeah, she's this she- entire time she's manipulating and using him. It's very obvious. She will grant him mm-hmm. one wish. And it can be anything, 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 anything. Mm-hmm. And then he just does a little internal monologue to Puchita. We're going to get laid. <laughs> oh, and in all, in all fairness, this is then where we get one of the lore dumps, which is a very acceptable place for it because it's your superior officer briefing you. And honestly, it's this. I, I think this is one of the best. It, Th- this is a really good chapter. It yeah. is. It is. Like, just I, the best way of putting it, it's very cliche, but it does cliche exactly right. And it is, you know, it's it, it follows the trope of the sick brother, tragic backstory, note for note. But it's so genuine. And for all the for all the issues with, you know, like, I don't like the characters, so I don't care if they live or die. And that makes it hard for me to connect with the story. Seeing, you know, that like very mundane, very human like scene of there's a brother who wants to do something with his parents, but the parents have to uh, uh, have to watch the sick kid and uh, the the sick sibling. And, you know, it's that like, oh, we just made the connection. We're going to play together. Oh, you better go back in the house to get uh, gloves before we snowball fight because we don't want you to get, uh, you know, you're you're sickly. We don't want you to catch a cold. And then just devastation. Can I can I just say that's literally one of my favorite scenes in this entire manga. It's is, really good. Is the flashback of it's revealed at the end of this chapter that it's Aki. Uh, you could probably make the guess because the kid has the same hairstyle. Yeah, but, it's very obviously Aki from the. Start. But basically, we get him with his kid brother. Uh, he wants to play with his parents. Um, he feels a lot of resentment for his little brother because he takes up all of their time, and they have this snowball fight, and it's a pretty sizable investment too. It's like three pages of them having a snowball fight outside and like Aki, like slowly breaking down like, Oh yeah, I guess playing with my little brother's fine. It's almost to the point where they kind of fake you out on the fake out. Cause you know, mm-hmm. okay, this, this is, it's Aki. We know he's super grumpy and edgy in the future. He's got the, he's, he has to have some tragic anime backstory because he is pro tag coon but we just see this really pleasant little happy moment and they drag it out so long that you don't see the boom coming, even though you're wholly expecting the boom. And I just love that because his little brother walks into the house and then you get a full panel of Aki staring, watching his house just be like splintered 
into like tiny pieces. And we hear nothing more from that scene because it immediately goes into Makima explaining how the gun devil caused a terrorist accident some number of years ago that um, across the entire world, the gun devil was active for five minutes and killed millions of people. Mm -hmm. And Aki was just a small part of that. It's the thing that really drove it home for me was not that it was active for five minutes and killed millions of people. It was active for five consecutive minutes. Mm -hmm. This was a small fraction of a single day. And this thing zipped across the entire globe and everything in its path freaking died. At each location, we get like listed like Hawaii, the Soviet Union, America. Like yeah, there's, all... that, there's that time issue. Like when did when does this take place? If the Soviet Union still exists, and, and Hawaii, Hawaii is not part of America, like who yeah, knows? Hawaii isn't a state. But and the amount of time it's in each location ranges from like fractions of a second to like thirty. Like it's nowhere a long period of time. It just kills most places. It's there between five and twenty seconds, and for those, it kills hundreds of thousands of people per country and then there are places where uh it's there for a fraction of a second where it kills tens of thousands of people per country like just to get the power scale in your mind of how dangerous the gun devil is which makima drives home that not only was this like world changing event happened it basically um caused a spike in the power of not only the gun devil for fear of it, but of devils as a whole, because people were afraid of devils in general, and they all gain their power by how much people fear them. The gun devil, just by doing this, made devils, like, multiply in power. Yeah. Oh, and uh, by the way, to to give us at least some frame of reference for the time scale, uh, I don't know if the universe of Chainsaw Man is one-to-one to our world, but some quick Google foo tells me that the Soviet Union formed in 1992 and Hawaii became a state in 1959. So somewhere in the 1920s to 1950s range, the gun devil, the gun devil incident took place. I was going to say, I don't believe that, but I'm actually like, I don't know if I've seen computers anywhere. Mm -hmm. And, And that's just when the gun devil incident took place. Uh, Aki isn't a terribly old guy. He well, he's like what, late twenties, early thirties, something like that. Yeah, I'd, probably, I'd say early twenties. Yeah, he's he's a grown man by the time we get to the series, and he's a little kid when the Gun mm-hmm. Devil incident happened. It could be like the forties, maybe, or maybe. the early fifties. But yeah, that's just, and like that's such a powerful scene because it's such a human scene, and then. The thing that I think, because it's like the way that it's set up is such a cliche. You've seen this a thousand times, but it does it so well. Like just an example of cliche isn't necessarily bad if you pull it off so well. And it pairs the unfathomable numbers of devastation because it's like, you know, 100,000 people died. That doesn't mean anything to a person, but we Mm -hmm. see this one family eviscerated by this incident and it makes it personal so that the that you know that every you know like every one of those deaths is another story like what we just saw and it is just such a well-crafted scene i love how they illustrate the scale of what happened because there's a bad habit of people just throwing big numbers on a page as if that's meaningful 
mm-hmm. this makes you feel like what happened is meaningful. Yeah. That basically sends the world into how it's currently in with like devil hunters being a like big profession because devils are now a serious problem, whereas I think they were much less before. Um, obviously, big ones would still be a problem, but all devils have gotten stronger is the main thing to go about. So gun control has been issued worldwide because just being afraid of guns makes people afraid of the gun devil. So get those out. Out of sight, out of mind. And media is being actively censored to curb public fear of things because fear has a physical cause of causing stronger enemies. So you would want to limit that. And Mm -hmm. there's a bleakness. And again, it, you know, my disconnect from it, it's like, I get what they're going for with like the, the darkness and the grit. And there's, you know, the pinprick of light at the end of it. One of the things that I think works well in that category is the way that people talk about um, the world being or the media being censored, like you just throw that around in the real world and everybody's going to start freaking out. That's not normal or okay. Censoring the media mm-hmm. is a big issue, but it's just casually mentioned here because if you don't do that, that happens again. And like, that's how scary that world is. In this universe, it's practical. Very horrifying. Nobody nobody questions it. Nobody thinks twice about it. It's just a thing that's done. All fairness, I'm not sure how publicly known that is. We are getting this information from a high-ranking government official. Mm, true, but still, true. But still, the people who know about it just say mm-hmm. it casually like it's no big, you know, it is a big deal, you know? And, you know, Makima is also ice in her veins. But at the same time, it's just so... It's presented as so easy that in itself is sort of like intentionally fridge horror and spooky. She tells it to Denji, mm-hmm. like the idea of him just walking out of the building and saying that to people on the street doesn't bother her. We then get introduced at the end to uh, the MacGuffin of uh, this series that she yeah, the Shikan swords that um, after the gun devil did its whole rampage, it hasn't been seen since those five minutes, but its echoes have been felt throughout the world. But people find these little bits and pieces of it that seem to form into like tiny bullets is just probably because it's the gun devil. But like there are shards of its body that can be used to attract They're They're drawn to the gun devil. So if they get enough of them, they can use it to find the gun devil wherever it's been hiding. Specifically because devils regenerate, um, the pieces want to form back together into whole. So if you get enough of them, that, you know, chunk of flesh has enough, you know, power of the whole body to try to seek out more of itself. So the more pieces you have, the more it can react. Yeah. But the big thing we get told at this point then is not only are these pieces like very useful for tracking down the gun, like necessary for tracking down the gun devil, um, just even the tiniest piece if a devil consumes it, multiplies its power. That's mm-hmm. how strong the gun devil is. The gun devil parts give devils this massive power boost, which is illustrated quite nicely in the next big devil fight arc we got to, the last one of what we read, which is the fight against the Eternity Devil. And what happens in this one is uh, they've been hunting for these gun devil pieces because ultimately... If they can defeat that thing, then (laughs) there's not much else that can threaten the devil hunters. So they've been trying to hunt down these pieces of the gun devil in order to 
uh, get enough of a chunk of the thing that it can point the way to the monster itself to kill it. And they found another signal from it heading, uh, coming from a hotel. And it's like, it's not reacting hard enough. So this isn't the gun devil itself, but there's another piece. Let's go in there, kill the thing in there, take the piece that has it and be on our merry way. And since this is a devil that has a bit of the gun devil in it, it's a high level threat. So they send the entirety of special division four, which is uh, our bo boy Denji, Power, Aki, and three others that we are introduced to. Uh, Himeno, Him Jay, how do you pronounce Him his name? Himeno. 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 Uh, Ari. Arai, uh, Arai, okay. And I'm not even going to try the last one. Someone else. Go Benny. Yes, scared girl. So that's all she does. The actual worst character in this manga. Oh, she she's a devil hunter. First scent of of trouble. We must sacrifice him. Throw him, throw him to the fire. She's Zenitsu, but worse. I, I have nothing but respect for Kobeni because she does not want to be a devil hunter. It was just this or prostitution was literally her only two options in life. Like Which is, um, something. There, there are two points that it's probably going to be unpopular opinion, but there were two points I have to speak my piece of when we get to. And uh, I really cannot stand uh, the scary girl. I don't Kobeni. Care. Yeah, I died that one. I don't care. But okay. So basically, we'll jump into this because um we get introduced to uh Jimeno most. She actually appeared at the very tail end of the last chapter talking to Aki. They've got like a mentor mentee relationship that's established. And she's um pretty happy. She's excited to meet the new guys. Um, and she basically is just chiming in, hey, I'll give a kiss on the cheek to whoever uh kills the devil. And Denji's like, No, only Makima. I've memorized what her bite's like, and I got to feel her boobies. And then Jimeno, sensing a challenge, I can only assume, is just like, oh, would you like a French kiss? And then Denji's just like, well, when you put it that way, I have no loyalty. And that's actually point number one. I don't like him not having loyalty. This is, again, preference, and rather than it being a problem with the character, but... Like, he's not a determinator. He's just too dumb to quit. And I don't, I personally don't like that in protagonist. I mean, the thing about Denji is he wants the goal achieved and his goals are simple. It's not like, it's not like he's dedicated to Makima. Makima's just the option in front of him, which I think we can all agree on. Terrible option. And like, I get that. I just, it makes me not like him. And again, that goes into the, if I don't like the characters, I don't care what happens to them, and I can't really engage with the story. Because, like, that was, for me, the point where I just straight up stopped liking Denji. And it was, I don't want to say it was hard to continue, because it still has the great art, it still has the great fight scenes. It just, it by that point, I had decided, yeah, this isn't for me. I mean, hey, you're you're allowed to have your own opinion, even if it's wrong. I know, as wrong as you want. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Himeno is particularly uh, keen on telling Aki not to get killed in this adventure, um, which is uh, so, which is a hint towards future character uh, stuff with her. 
and they enter the hotel and they are sent up to the eighth floor, which is where all the other people have uh, gone and fled from the reports of a devil. And they're wandering around like, okay, where is this thing? Can we follow the, can we follow the like gun devil bits to it? Whatever. And this little Mr. Saturn looking <laughs> walks out of a hotel room. It, it's just a little blob with a giant nose and two big feetses and little eyes. And it walks out like, Oh, I'm the devil. And it jumps at our heroes and powers immediately. Like mine, 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 mine. Kill steel when everyone else was getting ready to kill it, particularly Denji. They just immediately one shot it, and everyone's just like, "That was really easy." And Power's just like, "It's really easy because I'm the best." Uh, but no one else buys that because it's Power. Uh, she, <laughs> she's known to exact in this arc alone. She was saying she wants to become Prime Minister of Japan so she can increase sales tax to a hundred percent because she wants humans to suffer. Yep, literally uh, for no other reason. Get... Doesn't want the money, just wants you to be in pain. She came up with a Nobel Prize winning idea, and she was going to use that to become prime minister, and her first policy was going to be to increase sales tax to 100%. And that's power. I mean, that is something. That is definitely a power of <laughs> nope. some sort. Nope. It's not nope. how to become prime minister, but okay. Nope. Go on, Jake. Say it. We can have an eighth sound clip of saying you don't like the... <laughs> I don't like her. She's just annoying. That's why I like her, though. It's, it's, it's because of those little things that I like her so much. Yeah, I will she's say great. her her most charming was the whole, like, the absurdity of, um, you know, I'm going to be prime minister. That was, I that I found more amusing than a lot of her other antics. I, I really loved her back and forth where um, Jimeno, like, barely insults her. And she's like, well, that's it. I'm going to kill her. And then she's just like, hold on. Don't kill her until I've had my kiss. <laughs> Which is a great back and forth. Because then she's just like, okay. <laughs> that's, that's Denji. Is He has a simple goal and he's going to do the most direct route to achieve it. Despite the fact he's done that before and it wasn't satisfying. But he's... He's a little rat in a cage and he's going to keep doing the little dopamine button until he realizes this is not going to actually make him happy. What's going to make him happy is Makima being real, real manipulative. But basically, this is when they find out uh, they've been trapped on the eighth floor. They have been they have been ascending through many, many floors. It feel it feels like they've been going up 20 flights of stairs because they have the eighth floor is now the endless eighth floor. Yay. <laughs> yes, yes. Haruhi jokes here. Come on, get them all out. They are trapped on the eighth floor every time. And and I did like the group re uh, realizing this and testing it. Well, no, because they, they like finished the mission and then they started heading back down. So it's like they've been descending 20 floors. And then it's like, wait a minute. Hold on. Something's not right. And one of them, I think... Aki like turns around and heads back up and he it's a rye. He's like, right. Yeah. Let me check something. Let me let um, he instead of them going and they all stop at the air quotes eighth floor. And he's like, I'm going to go up to the ninth floor. He goes up the flight of stairs and then appears still going up. But, you know, below the, the rest of the group coming up onto the eighth as if he had just been on the seventh. Mm hmm. Which is visually very trippy, and I loved it. And it's great, because not only do the stairs descend up and down for eternity, when they go into the hotel rooms, 
uh, the windows open up to the windows to the rooms on the opposite side. So they are on the eighth floor extends in all directions to eternity. Infinitely. All, all three spatial dimensions, and we later find out also the fourth time dimension mm-hmm. is all completely looped. And it's great because Aki is the one who's just like, I think time's also frozen. We're not going to get backup sent to us. To which yeah. Denji replies, wait, so that means we can sleep as much as we want, then <laughs> proceeds to get into the hotel bed and just falls asleep. <laughs> much to everyone else going, wait, we're trapped here. What's going on? Well, wake me when the devil shows up. and he falls asleep because the next chapter is him waking up assumedly eight hours later Uh um, and it's still 18 minutes after eight o'clock and he's just happy because he had a that was the nicest bed he had ever slept in yep and is it um kobeni or himeno who wakes him up i think kobeni doesn't power also get into the bed with him to take a nap i can't remember someone does i think something oh is it himeno uh, it yeah, seems like, like something she'd do. Yeah, yeah. She, she gets into bed with Denji to take a nap alongside him, <laughs> and the rest of them are just like, "Well, what the hell do we do now?" The while time might be looped, they still need like they still age. They still need to eat food, and they're uh, mm-hmm. none of the hotel rooms have like stocked mini bars or anything. Well, they do, but Power ate all of it. Yeah, yeah, they they gather some food from people's luggages and then Power eats it all at once because she wants to leave. So she wants to motivate everyone. Well, wait, if if it's infinitely looped, then couldn't they just go through the loop again and find more? No, yeah. because it's no, it's the same eighth floor. I I guess that makes sense. Because they mm. no, because on the staircase, they run into themselves. The stairs yeah. don't. Yeah. I'm sorry, it doesn't extend infinitely in all directions. It's the same eighth floor. It just loops back on the edges. Okay, I understood that for the stairs. It was the rooms that had sort of me, I guess. The rooms are in the same Mobius strip. Yeah. They they indicate that when um, Aki runs through uh, the window, he opens the door to surprise everyone by appearing behind them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, I believe that they explain that. It's just... The stairs is the kind is a kind of infinite loop that's been done in media before. It's that the windows also infinitely loop is sort of new and uh, I don't little, know. I, I it's a little it's a little mind bendy. Yeah, it's, it's weird, and I freely admit I was paying attention, but not like I didn't like mm-hmm. you know reread stuff to get it exactly right. So I'm sure they established that. But it's at this point that Aki is like, I might have to use the sword. <laughs> and we're like, what is the sword? Because he wasn't <laughs> shown in Protag enough yet. He needs his magic katana. And Jimenez, no, katana. don't use the sword. He needs his magic life-draining katana. <laughs> yes. When he uses it, it cuts his lifespan. And it, it, grumbling about this, I, I do like this. Like, How many years does it take off of his life? I don't think a they significant say. significant chunk. It's yeah, just they don't a- say. They uh, think... Aki, I have a feeling, is designed to be a typical shonen protagonist, I think on purpose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he absolutely is. He is He is the character who's supposed to be the main character, and then here's this uncultured ape that kicks people in the balls, Denji showing up. Like, it's <laughs> it's very overtly a subversion of, it's supposed to be Aki's story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's at this point that we get the backstory for Himeno and Aki, 
And uh, they were a buddy pair, much like how uh, Denji and Power are. Except Himeno has, apparently, she goes through buddies like freaking coffee paper because there is six graves that she visits on a regular basis, each of them a previous buddy. And that's why she's so keen on telling Aki to not die, because just for once, I want one of my partners to not get instantly gibbed. That's fair. And yet at the same and she encourages him not to use the sword so he'll live longer. And at the same time, she's like, yeah, devil hunters have a short lifespan in general. So sure, take up smoking. I mean, what we're told about devil hunting as a profession is basically, yeah, you don't expect to live long. Mm -hmm. You just expect to make money in the meantime, unless you go into the private sector, in which case you make a lot more money and live longer. Yeah, because she wants to switch over to the private sector. She That comes up during a discussion, I think, over coffee. Mm -hmm. in, a, yeah. in a flashback, she talks about it. And, you know, I like Jimena well enough in spite of some things about, like, I, I think she's the most, like, you know, ray of light character, I guess, to put it that way, um, of the group, where um, you kind of get the impression that as much as she's talking about to Aki about, how, like, hey, let's quit this dangerous job that doesn't pay well, go into the private sector, live long lives, and get paid really well for like it's a pipe dream she knows for a fact that he would never do it because she knows him that well but also i don't know that she would let herself do that either oh that no she's she's consumed with guilt yeah at this point she's in too deep but also as is told to us and in her flashback she's a serious devil hunter and things don't end well for people who take this career seriously the people mm -hmm. who succeed in devil hunting are the weirdos who think it's fun because devils can't break them, which is what we get from every normal devil hunter is eventually they are in this profession until a devil breaks them and then they die, which is Aki is dangerously on that line already of being one step away from being broken because mm -hmm. he is constantly dreading his past. He is he is the opposite of Denji because Denji can't be broken. He has had the worst that could possibly happen to him in his life already happened time and time again and he goes forward with a smile on his face that's why he will succeed in this career where aki is going to die this is illustrated to us amazingly because the eternity devil decides to show itself at this point and mm -hmm. for some reason it knows who denji is knows that he is the chainsaw devil and wants to eat his heart to gain power and prestige i think mm -hmm. and it, he's like, I'll offer you a contract. If you kill Denji, rip out his heart and feed it to me, I'll let you all go. And apparently, uh, devils work on fey rules, where if it's in a contract, they are physically incapable of breaking it. So mm -hmm. some of the weaker-minded people, cough, cough, scared girl, immediately go, all right, stab Denji, let's do it. <laughs> and Power's <laughs> like, yeah, stab Denji, let's do it. And, like, Power doing that is one thing, but, like, the other girl... And, like, I get, it's like... Oh, it's either this or prostitution. So I, 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 I think here's I think here's the big thing to consider is what we get introduced in. Um, no one in section four considers Denji a human being is is an important thing about why they would immediately betray him. He is a devil to them. Even Jimeno considers him to be a particularly uh nice pet. Like like you don't want your favorite dog to die, but yeah, also don't like 
pretend that you're going to totally just fuck your dog either. So, I mean, there's that too. We're not there yet, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but Jimeno's like, all right, we got to take the higher road here. We're not going to kill Denji. And when they can't come up with anything else after another couple of hours, okay, fuck it, let's kill Denji. Why not? Well, that's the thing. I don't mind people turning on Denji. It's just such a loathsome character to throw on the pile. I know you're supposed to hate her, but like... I don't think you're even supposed to hate her. I think you're just supposed to be like, she really shouldn't be in this career path. I'm just kind of disgusted by her. <laughs> it's not, I don't even think what I feel is uh, powerful enough to be hate. It's just, man, you're the worst. Why are you here? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's sort of the reaction I got. And since I'm not as keen as on these characters as everyone else is, when you throw that onto what's already here, yeah, it was, it was not good for me. Denji, with his, uh, so the Eternity Devil at this point has uh, revealed its physical form. It's this massive, like, flesh and veins and mouths mm -hmm. and eyes, and it, it's freaking disgusting. If you saw the episode of Rick and Morty where they Cronenberged a version of Earth, it's kind of like that, except not as buggy. I wonder it's, how it smells. It is a, it is a never-ending Eldritch horror. Yeah. Yes. Um, but Denji learned a very important fact because they did try to fight it at one point. The Eternity Devil was like, ha you can't defeat me. I have enough blood to regenerate forever and my heart isn't here. You can't hit my weak point to kill me. But when they did hit it, it screamed out in pain, which means this thing does not have Denji's mental fortitude on resisting pain. So Denji's like, screw it. I'm not gonna die here after ever all the shit I've gone through. So he just activates chainsaw mode and jumps at it like i'm just gonna keep stabbing it till it wants to die i love that scene so much <laughs> and so he does that's another case where you know it's not my personal taste but damn is that a good scene you know it's it's amazing he just jumps down and it is some great panels of him cutting this thing up and it's saying what are you doing you can't kill me and he's just like i'm gonna it, make you want to die it's saying that in between screaming in agony yeah <laughs> mm -hmm. and the best part is what denji realizes when he's down there is um he's his anemia is kicking up but because this thing regenerates endlessly and it's it's hearts on a different level it's bleeding endlessly so denji's drinking up its blood and he's just like hold on i've invented a I've invented a perpetual motion machine. That Nobel Prize is mine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm prime minister. But no, and then he has just an amazing quote. It's just like, even blood as disgusting as sewer water would taste like strawberry jam as long as I get to drink it, looking at your face all twisted up in pain. God, that, uh, I yeah. love Denji so much especially for that your pain gives me life and joy <laughs> and and then as if all of this was not brutal enough and it is comfortably uncomfortable we get we cut to another panel which is the rest of uh division four sitting in the in the same hotel room they're all looking a yep. little wasted away and, and very tired and aki's like he's been at this for three days Yep. For 72 consecutive hours, there has been the sound of revving chainsaws, tearing flesh, splashing blood, and screaming pain. 
Mm-hmm. And that's just it. And we cut to Den- Denji standing in the mutilated Eternity Devil. As it's like, here, please, this is my heart. Just do it. Just end me, please. And Denji's just like, what? That's it? Okay. And cuts the heart in half. I've watched some pretty metal things in my life. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Helsing Ultimate, which is very bloody and gruesome. It's beautiful. It's a masterpiece. This is the hardest core shit I've ever seen, and I love it. Oh, and it's great because everyone's reaction after this is the people who are a little higher up are going like, hey, that was some pretty dark stuff. I think our new recruits are going to quit. What if we take them out drinking so we can build some team camaraderie? Maybe they won't, you know, remember the horrible hellscape they just spent 72 hours in if we pay for some beers. Let's just go get sloshed at the bar, guys. Another day at the office. Which do they do? Yeah, they do. um, Sections one and two, I believe, also show up. Yep. They Mm -hmm. meet up with some other sections. They go, I'll hit the bar, go to a nomikai. It's all great. This, I simultaneously love and hate this scene. I love it because it's more of Denji being a dumbass. I which love is always Denji great. being a dumbass. This entire trip to the bar is Denji being a dumbass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they they go to the bar and Denji's like, where's Makima? She's the only one I care about. And it's like, ah, she'll show up later. And everyone, we, we go around, we have a round of introductions. I'm sure these characters will become relevant in the future. But for now, they're just here to fill space apparently himeno when drunk gets very very touchy-feely and kisses everybody not just the person she promised to as part of her uh deal to motivate people to fight devils yeah she's just a sloppy drunk and everyone's like she she tries to make out with everyone it's awful everyone here has kissed her at least once <laughs> yeah then she's like what that's awesome i'm guaranteed a kiss because again Denji doesn't want a relationship with Himeno. Uh-huh. He, he just wants more stuff. He wants to experience more life, and I can't blame the kid. He, he has a very simple list of what are life goals. First kiss. um, Like, first time touching a boob. Like, he's got a list of life goals he wants to achieve because he promised Puchita he was going to live a normal life. What does a normal mm-hmm. life entail? Simple dreams. So we get a lot of character introductions and some more character stuff about Division 4. Uh, and everyone is already kind of pretty deep into their cups at this point when Makima shows up and Denji's admit, <laughs> we get a great, we get a great panel out of this one. I know Matt, uh, probably has posted it to the Twitter already of, um, Makima showing up and hearing, uh, the talk of kissing. And she's like, Denji, are you going to no. kiss someone? Hell no. And him and oh, uh, but weren't going to kiss me, Denji? Hell yeah. I love it. He's so simple. I love it. <laughs> uh, and it, and it's great because um makima uh wound up going um because she was kind of convinced although i'm not sure makima's ever convinced to do anything but that's how it was portrayed to us mm-hmm. is that um aki only shows up to this thing because his goal is to get makima drunk enough to um tell what's going on with denji which is amazing because makima shows up uh aki says hey are you gonna tell me and she's like let's have a couple of drinks first and then the chapter ends and we cut to the next chapter and the entire table is full of empty beer glasses. 
Aki and Himeno are both passed out on the table, and Makima is sitting there. She has taken off her jacket, but otherwise has her full uniform, like, tie still nicely done and everything, and goes, I think I'll have another beer. Could you get some of these glasses out of the way? She's (laughs) completely composed, 100%. She's rocking Resistance 5. She is unable to be touched. (laughs) Obviously, Sam's ideal woman. (laughs) Oi. Oi. Nah, nah, not- nah, because we got we got Sam's ideal woman coming up. Meno apparently was hey, drunk, wait a minute. But wakes up and goes, hold on, I promised I was gonna French Denji. And then French is Denji, and Makima's just like, Oh, you're kissing a woman? Interesting. Denji's just like, oh no, what am I doing? This feels don't, pretty good. Wait, why is this drag, so warm? Don't you drag Oh me no. And, and it's revealed. Himeno in her drunken stumper puked in Denji's <laughs> mouth. <laughs> it it is the single worst piece of art I've ever seen in my entire life. When I read that, I like cr- I could taste it. It was gross. It was uh, okay. it was gross. <laughs> Okay. For all the vi- peek behind the curtain here for our for our beautiful listeners, um, we read these over the course of a week. I typically do it on my lunch break at work. I was in the middle of eating lunch when I got to this. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want oh, any more lunch after no. that. <laughs> oh, and it's the best part about this is. While this happens, everyone's freaking out because, oh no, this is a terrifying experience for her. Powers in the background, who has been hogging all the karage, just goes, oh man, this is going to be some trouble. Uh, Denji doesn't spit up food. And everyone's like, what? (laughs) As they all turn back to Denji, who has swallowed the vomit. He doesn't give up anything potentially nutritious. He is a survivor to the core. Which is understandable, but unfortunate in this circumstance. Mm -hmm. And it, cut, and it cuts to a flashback of Denji and Puchetta in a scrounging for food in a dumpster and Denji laughing at a bunch of rats eating at some puked up drunk vomit. No, he's not laughing at them. He's he's admiring that uh, that they're able to do that. No, no, he no, says no, he's he embarrassed as a fellow mammal. Yeah, he was making fun of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's it's pretty gross. And we cut to Denji is in the bathroom throwing up because apparently his stomach wasn't that strong. And Arai, being the bro that he is, is just like, hey, man, I'm jealous for you. You got to kiss her. And he's just like, dude, she puked in my mouth. And I'm like, yeah, but I mean, you got to focus on. And that was his first kiss. He associates every he says his from now on his first memory, his first kiss is going to remind him of puke. Yeah, but Arai is just trying to make him feel better. Yeah. And um, we kind of get a weird cut here because it goes straight from this to Denji waking up um, and he is in Himeno's apartment mm-hmm. and uh, she is um, straddling him going like, hey, Denji, do you want to have sex? And he's just like, oh, oh, no, this is moving too fast. But Pachita, it's so easy. It's right here. But no. <laughs> but then he's like, no, I'm saving myself for Makima. And Jimeno, I'm sorry, like, Pooch. And Jimeno's like, okay, whatever. And she passes out and flops over yeah. onto bed. And then she rolls out of bed to sleep on the floor. And apologize to Puchita. Because he's yeah. like, sorry, I didn't achieve that life goal. We'll do it better. We'll get, yeah, we'll get a better one. And honestly. Mission failed. We'll get him next time. I wish it was more of that than 
stuff like the immediately flip-flopping with the French kiss. And again, it's it's character preference, you know, but like that was a stronger character moment, in my opinion, than some of the well, others. I think that's because Denji's still learning that is what it comes across to me. Like he's like, oh, he he's immediately enticed by immediate goals because he's in he's survival brain. He's get what you want mm-hmm. immediately or else it might not be there. Or, yeah. But he's learning he can wait on things. He doesn't need to eat all his food at once. He can keep it in the fridge. Like, mm-hmm. he's adjusting to a normal life. Yeah. And that actually builds to a perfect point that uh, that I kind of wanted to make uh, with this, is, for like, for my experience, it's like the beginning of it was maybe not my cup of tea, but it's it's got a lot of good quality, so I kind of like it, and then had, like, this really big dip for me. And... To the getting to the end of where we're where we read to, it started to curve back up. And to me, it's sort of the situation where um an issue of the series not putting its best character, its best foot forward with character moments, because it's sort of the situation where I feel like they're definitely gonna do more with power and the whole, you know, meowy, you know, being a human connection and making her, you know, like humanizing her and stuff like that. I want to see more of that sooner because I'm not going to lie. If I was just reading this on my own, I would have dropped it before I got to a lot of the good character stuff. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in this case, it's not really a matter of, oh, it, it did bad stuff or it's just, it wasn't for me personally, but like there, there's something to be said for, um, stories having to put, you know, their best foot forward at the start because if you don't hook someone and I guess to some extent, like when it comes to the characters, I just couldn't like the characters. You've got to give me a reason to be attached to them, you know? And you know, like the, you guys all attached to the characters. So it's obviously not that they're bad characters, mm-hmm. but it's not even that like I'm attached to certain some of them. Like it's not always a matter of, I have to like a character to want to see their story. Cause I've read a lot of things where the character is, objectively a bad person that doesn't make the story not yeah no i know like it's just yeah well that's that's it's it's definitely a matter of taste like i can understand that that's just there are like actually here's a good example but a character like aqua is an awful person that you want to uh aqua from konosuba she's an awful person you want to see her suffer but there's something charming about her and for me personally power lacked that charm and like that's sort of what i'm getting at with like if you did more things to endear yourself to when it comes to characters mm-hmm. and you know and yeah. you know in this case it worked for you guys it didn't work for me if you uh, don't like the characters it's hard to get invested speaking of another reason to hate makima <laughs> <laughs> as denji is lying on the floor uh, we find out that he has a an old lollipop in his pocket, mm-hmm. which, which Himeno, you know, drunkenly teases him about whatever she passes out. And we get a flashback uh, of just outside the bar. Denji still absolutely traumatized by the barf kiss thing. And Makima's like, all right, shit, I'm losing the I'm losing the thread on this victim. I mean, uh, <laughs> I need to help out my beloved subordinate here. Uh, okay, well, here, and she's, she's like, uh, she's sucking on a lollipop, not, not lewdly or anything. Just no, want to say it's that. A, it's a, 
It's a cola flavored lollipop. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, here, she takes it out of her mouth and puts it in Denji's. There. Now you've had an indirect kiss that tastes like cola. <laughs> Think of that instead of the barf kiss. It's very sweet outside of like all that happened. That really is sweet. Outside of the obvious still putting threads there to <laughs> string Denji along. She's an like, emotional manipulator. It's this awful. Tears this to take your mind away from the disgusting thing you just experienced. I'm so sorry. also she's doing that because she's also saying hey by the way denji i've got to go to kyoto on business be a good boy while i'm gone because she treats denji like a dog yes which also weird situation the manga just kind of cuts to him cutting that flashback but we're never really told why denji's in himeno's apartment Oh no! Wait, we are. I think um, we are. I think oh. we are because Denji was also drinking, and he was, and, and he like passed out. And here's wait. the thing: Denji wasn't drinking. No, Denji wasn't drinking. No, everyone else was drinking, and they're like, "Oh no!" It's specific. The reason he's at uh, Himeno's apartment is because hers was closer, and Aki was drinking, so he couldn't drive them home. I think. No, uh, no. I th- if, if I'm remembering correctly, for some unspecified reason denji was unable to go home on his own and he like passed out and himeno picked him up and walked away with him (laughs) and no one stopped her here's the thing i think the fact that all four of us who read this are having a hard time figuring this out leads me to believe i think it was purposefully vague why the scene just cut to that true here's the other thing i think denji's drunk because he ate the barf yeah probably we we do see him slumped over an empty beer glass. <laughs> That's at one actually point, pretty so. incredible. Because I mean, would he actually get that wasted just from? We see him slumped over an empty uh, beer glass at one point, and I mean, yeah, there's probably a lot of alcohol in Jimeno's belly that she puked up. So. But after she puked, she continued drinking. That was all. Yeah, it was awful. Yeah, it's called she... being a professional. It, it's <laughs> called being traumatized by fighting spiritual monsters for a living. Look it up. Well, <laughs> all right. Anyway, uh, to just get us off this uh, tangent, we've been going on about how gross this is. We do get a very wholesome moment when uh, the two of them wake up and Denji is invited to breakfast with her and she apologizes for making a move on him going like, yeah, sorry, I get kind of weird when I'm drunk. You know, most guys would awkwardly slink away after what happened. And Denji's just like, dude, you're giving me free food. This could be the world's most awkward conversation. I would stay here. Food tastes really good when you can eat it while looking down on other people. <laughs> yeah, because because they're on some balcony somewhere looking down at the city. Because devil hunters make good money. Because mm-hmm. it's a very dangerous job. But basically, uh, Jimeno kind of reveals, hey, I you've said you have a thing for Makima. What if I said I could help you out? And Denji's just like, why would anyone help another human being ever? And <laughs> she's just like, good question. Well, I want to hook up with Aki because I think he's hot. And Denji's just like, that's all the reason I need. Let's have a secret breakfast alliance so that we can each hook up with the respective person we want to. And we'll wingman for each other. Yep. And they're having a lovely together breakfast and they are enjoying each other's company. And we cut to uh, Makima getting on the train to Kyoto where four men in trench coats get up from all sides, each of them pulling out a gun and shoot her through the head. And the end of our reading 
is her bleeding corpse on the ground of the train. And Jay and I started screaming. (laughs) (laughs) I was so mad. And I literally, well, Matt will know this. I literally messaged him and was like, I just can't. I I can't. I... (laughs) I sent a message to the group Discord chat like, hey, we stopped at chapter 22, right? <laughs> Matt's like, yeah, uh, Jay was angry too. <laughs> so I just want to, I would just want to take this since I've had to apologize twice already to all of our <laughs> readers who follow along our reading suggestions. I'm sorry. Uh, the alternative was doing the next arc, which is another 20 chapters, which doubles the length. So yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, sacrifices for the greater good and all that. But anyway, yeah, that that wraps up um uh all the plot discussion on Devil Man. Uh-huh. Uh so let's move into our discussion topics. Um I feel this question's lost on uh Jacob, but uh everyone else, uh favorite character. Denji 110%. I love that boy and I want to see him prosper. Okay. Jay? Definitely Denji. I just I mean, I can't necessarily level with him, obviously, but I, I want to. I want to hear more of his hopes and dreams. I'll make a contract with you, Denji. I yes. want to hear your hopes and dreams. Yes. Mm-hmm. Also, Puchita is best character. Just pans out. I, yeah, I, was, I thought you were going to pick Puchita because Puchita is ridiculously popular. Like he has not appeared. <laughs> he is the best. Okay, For... he's just so wholesome. Considering he dies at the beginning of the manga, he still makes like top nine characters in the polls. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's because he's a cute dog. <laughs> he doesn't dog. even nece- he doesn't even necessarily die. Makima, as much as says, I smell both devil and human on you, which means that Puchita is probably still alive in your heart, and not in that bullshit metaphorical sense. I mean, he's probably still he's still literally alive in your chest, serving as your heart. <laughs> I love how power calls him out on when he says that. She's like, that's just something stupid humans say. Things can't be alive inside your heart. <laughs> at which point, at which point, Denji, you know, reiterates something we already know about him. It's that, no, he does not speak in metaphor. He never went to school. I mean, he's literally my heart. Yep. Yeah. Um, I think I, I really can't buck the trend here. Denji is clearly the main character for a reason. He's got everything going for him aki in what we've read at the very least is very one note um good character he's got a lot of growth potential Mm -hmm. but unfortunately that's just not here he's very much just set up to be the foil to what denji is expected to be as a devil hunter and everything he's not aki's definitely second for me yeah makima i would say if i had to pick a favorite character i would put her at number two but i i want to make this clear to everyone it's not because i like her I think she's just <laughs> a very well-made character to make someone still reasonable to have in the story, but make you not like her that much. Mm-hmm. She is very well-crafted. She is essentially a villain, but you still kind of like her for all that. Well, because for the most part, she wants to kill the gun devil, which is... Admirable. Yeah. Because it is a, a tremendous threat that needs to be destroyed. Her methods are completely abhorrent. <laughs> Okay. But you also have to wonder at, you know, to some extent that she, you know, how much is it that she has to do that sort of thing? Mm-hmm. And actually, mm-hmm. I am going to weigh in on favorite characters. I, I was about know. to say, Jacob, who do you like the least? No. <laughs> or who do you not I, like the least? I actually, by the end of what we read, like Himeno, and it kind of goes in with the whole, 
uh, putting your best foot forward, you know, giving you, you know, something to latch onto. Because since her introduction was truncated relative to all the other characters, because like a lot of the section four, you know, like regular character, like uh, Scaredy Lady and um, the uh, the other all guy, right. they Haiku are- guy. They're just kind of like they're fi- they're out to fill out the roster. Um, Himeno is like a character, like you're supposed to focus on her. And because relative to the other characters, her arc is truncated, we got to the part where you endear to her mm. fast enough that I didn't end up disliking her. And that's sort of the, you know, and that's also why I say, like, you know, getting into the later stuff, it's like, I wouldn't have read this far on my own because it had already lost me by this point, but this is why I know it's not just badly written. It's just because it's the way it's laid out. Um, because I like her. She, you know, I think that she's a um endearing character and I understand the reasons why she does like the the dumb, awful person shit that she does. It's just a part of, you know, her life, basically. Um no. Yeah, I love Jimeno. Like, she is very much the job because at some point she believed it was the right thing to do, but now it's guilt motivating her to keep going forward. Mm-hmm. Like, she has made a commitment that she doesn't really believe in the mission anymore. She's just there to guilt, really. And I, yeah. I love that. She she is someone who has been broken by being a devil hunter, which is what people warned her was going to happen, but she's still going because... This is a job she that can't breaks do anything else. Yeah. And this is a job that breaks people and throws them away. And she is currently at that point in her life. She just wants to help as many people as she can before eventually she slips up and kills her or she breaks Complete, or she completely collapses. Yeah. Um, And a second favorite character, I'm going to say Denji. And again, the reason why I don't love Denji is because of the like structure of the story i get the whole like wavering and oh french kiss i've decided i don't care about this anymore and like flip-flopping like that i get what it's going for i just it it irritated me and but like when he's you know when he's you know tearing into the eternity devil because it's not just that's the only thing he can do it's like it's the most logical thing to his brain you know he's Mm -hmm. You know, it's like he's not even really stupid. He's actually kind of clever. He was just never educated. You know, you know, like I I like the bones of that character, but I don't particularly like the narrative structure of Chainsaw Man. And that's where my disconnect was. So I totally get why uh, Denji was otherwise unanimous favorite, because like, yeah, I, I, you know, I the thing is, I like parts of him, mm. you know, and the things I don't like really come down to character preference. Hey, hey, Jacob, as someone who is subject to a 15 minute rant against me for not completely liking Deku, uh, I sympathize with you. <laughs> Go watch the My Hero Academia episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I recall I also pointed out I understood why you didn't like that character and I know I agreed with you on that front. I know, but that's less funny. Fair yeah. point. <laughs> Jay and Sam, uh, considering we ended on a cliffhanger, do uh, either of you guys have uh, plot theories about where the story may be going based on what you've experienced so far? Okay, so we know that it is a common thing 
at this point for devil hunters to contract with devils that are not, you know, immediate, uh, immediate kill on site types in order to have the power to go up against other devils. I would not be terribly surprised if Makima has some sort of devil contract that grants her, her incredible resilience because again, she wholly participated in the drinking contest from what we can see, and it didn't face her in the slightest. Nothing seems to face her. It's like she doesn't feel anything, pain, human emotion, whatever. So I wouldn't be shocked if she had some sort of devil contract where she either paid with her ability to feel pain or uh, emotion or any sort of bodily sensation or whatever in order to gain power, and therefore she just kind of tanks her way through getting shot in the freaking head stands up and myrtleizes those guys. But I didn't read beyond. I can't say for certain, but that is my guess. Interesting. Uh, Jay, do you have any uh, thoughts or theories? Um, I don't want to get too ahead of myself because I have, you know, put myself out there before and made some predictions about characters I became too attached to, and turns out there nothing happened on the other side, and they were just gone. So I'll just have to continue reading, which I am really excited excited to do. Yeah, I was as you as I mentioned earlier, I was very upset about <laughs> the cliffhanger. So yeah. Okay, so <laughs> we know Jay will continue reading. Uh, Sam, I am absolutely going to continue reading. Oh, and and for the for the folks at home, the reason we didn't ask Jake for a a this dumb misread the schedule, and I accidentally read a little bit ahead, so I read past the cliffhanger. So not only did he read more, not only did he not like this, he read more than he needed to. That's kind of funny. <laughs> but yeah, I fully, I fully, I fully intend to read more. I am looking forward to if stroke when we do a part two of this so that i can get some answers to these questions um and speaking as the dumb dumb who accidentally read ahead past the cliffhanger i will say this i'm really glad i read past the cliffhanger because a lot of aspects of chainsaw man had started to frustrate me to the point where i wasn't really looking at it particularly objectively and i'm like oh man am i gonna hate this thing everyone else likes and I definitely would not read it casually on my own for pleasure, but I would definitely re continue reading um, for another episode. Um, and I like to, uh, I basically recommended everything up to this point, um, you know, for other people to read. Um, I suppose not super. I'd recommend Dragon Ball, not Dragon Ball Super, but point being. <laughs> um, the When it comes to Chainsaw Man, what I'll say is the point where it started to lose me and like I might have like read, you know, less over time and let it drift away from me. Definitely check it out to about chapter five. If it's got you hooked by then, you will like it. And if you're not sure about it, the twist in chapter 16 is the other point where it totally lost me. But Again, I wouldn't I wouldn't read it for myself, like on my own, but um I'd be I'd be on board with a part two. Um and seeing seeing some of the stuff that they do next um definitely showed me that 
this does like you know it is going to you know build up and pay off and actually you know do stuff with the things that they set up which is kind of the reason i wasn't really into it and then i think uh as for matt yeah yeah we already and, know uh, the i obviously yeah i read this currently um this is objectively one of my favorite manga that i'm reading uh, at the moment i would put this above one punch man only because this updates reasonably and on a schedule um also one punch man has kind of started to drag whereas this is just a mile a minute and i love it um but yeah that's uh that's it for now uh we'll get back to you for a part two if we uh can manage mm-hmm all right. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the Over Manga Cast. Remember to uh, subscribe and leave reviews on the podcast. Uh, of course, follow us at Over Manga Cast to know what we're reading and to see our shit posts. And, and yeah, I'm so excited next week. Wait, wait, hold on. What, what's this on the notes? That doesn't appear to be a manga, Samuel. It's not a manga, <laughs> but y'all didn't stop me when I suggested it is my pick for what we're doing next. We are reading Kill Six Billion Demons, the webcomic by Abaddon. And we are going to be reading book one, also titled Kill Six Billion Demons. And I am so excited. I love this comic. <laughs> I finally get to understand all the references he makes. <laughs> ah, this good. will make conversations a lot easier. Reach heaven through violence. See you next week, everybody. Yep. See ya. See ya. See ya.